MC. We running this rap shit. Memphis Bleak, we running this rap shit. B Mac, we running this rap shit. Freeway, we running this rap shit. Owen Sparks, we running this rap shit. Chris and Neek, we running this rap shit. Take over, the break's over, nigga. God MC, me, Jehovah. Hey, little soldier, you ain't ready for. Med season's over. Yankee season is over. New York baseball teams will not be in the playoffs this year. I'm calling it now. I'd love to be wrong, but uh, I don't want to see them go. They've got what it takes. <laughs> the dead ass, bro. Like, what, would you rather see the Mets make it to the playoffs to say they made it to the? They won the wild card game, right? Make it to the ALD, uh, the NLDS, just to say they got kicked the shit out of by who? I would like them to make it to the playoffs. For the pure fact that. I don't want them to tear this roster down to the studs because the current roster on paper and as constructed is a good fucking roster. The Why Mets, would they, though? No. Hear me if out, If they though. don't. Well, this is the thing, though, because there's always budgets, and there's clearly parts of the team that don't work. So you got to think about it from an owner's perspective, right? He bought the team, came in, high hopes, signed Lindor, right? Going to end up being a 500 team on the year. Albite with terrible injury luck and underperformance from every major contributor in the lineup. The only people in the lineup that actually hit the way they were supposed to hit this year is Brandon Nemo and Pete Alonzo. Lindor had his second worst season of all time. Of his whole career. Second worst season. Yeah, Dom Smith had his worst season in the majors. McNeil had his worst season in the majors. Conforto had his worst season. In McNeil the had his worst season in the majors. Wasn't he, isn't he at like 272 this year or some shit like Big that? McNeil's bat, career batting average in Major League Baseball since he's debuted is 319. I was going to say. Was, I'm sorry. It was 319 coming into the year. I was going to say, before it, this year, he's never hit under 300. Never. Yeah. Now his career batting average is 300 after this year currently. And that's only because it's, it's, it's ticking up. You know what I'm saying? So that's four guys out of your lineup of, of eight because the DH is still there that are underperforming. That Nimmo missed half, half the year. Right? Alonzo missed about a month with a hand thing. Lindor missed a month. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. VR and Davis have been good. I'll bite. You know what I'm saying? They've been sharing time. But th that's my point. Like, everything that could go wrong went wrong. DeGrom was literally destroying universes with his pitching. DeGrom was a shoe-in for the Cy Young if he sustained. You know he's fifth and wins above replacement of all pitchers in the Major League Baseball, and he hasn't thrown a pitch since July. Wow. He's been worth more than Walker Bueller has, and he hasn't pitched since July. Wow. Yeah, he's a freak. He's a freak. The greatest pitching performance I've ever seen, even if it was only for like 100 innings. I've never seen anything like that. I don't think I'll ever see anything like that. You know what always bums me out? The fact that they put, like, uh, I can't remember the number of games in, but they put Harvey and DeGrom stats next to each other. Yeah. And Harvey's, like, sh like absurdly similar. If not better, I believe, in some categories. I remember that graphic. And, and then I DeGrom was, got hurt, like, the next week. Yeah. It was just like, guys, why would we do this? Yeah. Let's just, you know how Mets luck is. Just yeah. keep everything separated. And also, Harvey fell off a cliff after an injury, so... Yeah, but I think it was more, he came back from TJ, then he pushed himself... A little harder. Well, they pushed him, and he pushed himself. He pitched in the World Series. Pitched way way above the threshold he should have went. And he just burned out. He got hurt, and then he was ineffective. And then he was he's not a 
at that time, he was still, you know, he still thought he was the Dark Knight. So he didn't want to go to the bullpen. No. Then he had There's issues. There's velo through all this, too. He's sitting like 92, 93. Not even sitting, he's like topping like 93. Correct. He never adjusted his pitch mix. So it was just, it was just like a perfect storm of decline. And the Mets front office and ownership as constructed back then wasn't one to bend or break. It was like, okay, you don't want to listen to us? You'll go fucking play for Cincinnati or some shit. You can go fuck yourself. I think he would punch you in the fucking nose. I don't think so. I think that Matt Harvey would be smart enough to realize I'd beat the shit out of him. Well, I think Matt Harvey would beat the shit out of you. I don't think so. I don't think he's a shot in hell. A boy from Connecticut. I ain't getting beat up from nobody from Connecticut. You kidding me, Sadiq? I'd have to leave Queens forever. Imagine the streets find out I got beat up by a man from Connecticut. They'd be waiting for me in front of my residence. Like, all right, grab your shit. You're moving to the Bronx. So don't get beat up. Shit, I told you it's not going to happen. I don't know what you need to, further to hear to understand that. Let's Let's look at Matt Harvey's career arc. Before we get back to how much bad luck the Mets have had. All right, so let's look at Matt Harvey's career arc, right? 2012, 59 innings with the Mets, 2-9 ERA. Good. Next year, which would turn out to be the best year of his career, 178 innings, 2.27 ERA, averaging 97 on the fastball. Next year, averaging 96.6 on the fastball, 271 ERA, 189 innings. That was the year that he came back off Tommy John because 2014 he missed all of. Then 2016, he with the Mets, 92 and two-thirds innings, 486 ERA. Not great, but he's coming off TJ, throwing 95 still. Next year, Velo goes down further. 94 miles per hour, 670 ERA, New York Mets. Right? Okay, so that's two consecutive down years. Some injuries in there as well. Then let's go to 2018. Yeah, he got traded to the Reds for Devin Mezzarocco in cash. <laughs> so Mezzarocco, 2018 between the Reds and the Mets, 494 ERA. Not a great year. 94 miles per hour on the fastball. Goes to the Angels in 2019. Fastball velocity is down to 93 now. 70 ERA. Just completely plummeting. Right? He's bad. You know you're bad when you're one of the worst pitchers on the on the on the Angels. He got yeah. released. Twenty twenty, pitched with the Royals, eleven innings, eleven point five seven ERA. Ninety four point five on the fastball though. Back up, getting creeping. And now he's back with the Orioles and he has a six two seven ERA with a ninety three point six ninety three point six average fastball velocity. He's gone from striking out about nine batters per inning in his prime. They're striking out 6.7 now. Has that been an uptick, though, from when he started falling? No. That's just still falling? The strikeout rate is not... The highest it's been in the last four years has been 7.71 last year with the Royals over 11 innings. So, obviously, it's oh, okay, not so real. that's not... Yeah. <laughs> that wow. year with the Reds and the Mets. So, he has no strikeout pitch, and he's a pitch-to-contact guy now, which I find hard to believe, but there it is. So, yeah, so Matt Harvey is firmly in uh, soon-to-be-bullpened or fifth starter on a bad team. Or he, uh, DFA'd. Well, the Orioles are keeping him. They see something, right? He has a 4-6 fifth, though, which is fielding independent pitching, which means if he had a good defense behind him. So he has gotten unlucky to some extent this I year. I was going to say, that's a whole two earned runs below. 
Correct. So he'll definitely get a shot. Like I said, I would like the Mets to take a flyer on him just because you need a guy in the back with some depth. And if you say, look. It's a fucking experience. He just coming, knows how to pitch in the bigs. Yeah, it, it's like, look, we'll come in full circle here. We'll give you a shot. You can, you can win a job out of spring training. You know, because no one else is going to give him more than a minor league deal now. Because we're going to indulge in this pain. We're going to continue on the everything has gone wrong uh, uh, part of the spectrum that I'm harping on. So, look, let's go back to the offseason acquisitions, right? Mm-hmm. We traded for Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco. We really didn't give up that much. Everyone's like, oh, great. This is a sign of the times. Look at the rotation. Carlos Carrasco. Uh, Been shitty since he came back. Came oh, back as in has not pitched since last year and yeah, came but back about a month ago. Correct. But that is putting the uh, the carriage before the horse. Uh, he had an elbow injury, which took him a little long to rehab from in spring training. Then he blew out his hamstring, took it off the bone. And so he basically missed the whole year. And he's up to 38 innings this year. And he has a 5-5-9 year, right? However... He does have a four three eight FIP, so that's not really him. And he has been better as of Well, Carrasco, is, I like Carrasco. Big fan of Carrasco. Hey, his fastball velocity is basically the same as it's been in the last two years. Strikeout rate's a little lower, but I, I think he'll be fine. I like Carrasco. I just think he didn't have a spring training. He hopped into the mix and was just trying to, like, figure it out. I mean, it's tough. It's tough. Correct. Pitchers are always ahead, but it's always ahead because they're allowed to have a spring training, and they come in way earlier than everybody yeah, pitchers are always ready a little earlier because they get time to go in a little earlier. They get all their all their shit worked out in spring training. Yeah, Cookie didn't get that chance. He just kind of hopped into the mix. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I'm not really worried about him, though, because he's, no, he's, he's still throwing hard. And his fastball velocity is still solid. So I think that with a full offseason to recover from the various injuries and Metsness that he's experienced, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, you got to give at least like a year, uh, like Mets transition period. Yeah, just because you're probably gonna get fucked up for no reason. I think he'll be good next year though. But either way, uh, then you got to factor in the fact that Taiwan Walker was really good in the first half, and so was Tyler McGill, the rookies, and now they're both way past their uh, innings limits. So Taiwan Walker coming off that shortened season, and Tommy John and McGill just being young, I think the regression was inevitable. Couple that in with the fact that uh, the Grom is hurt, and yeah, the Mets are staring down the barrel of a long loaded double sh- barrel shotgun. Not a fun, not a fun shotgun. No, but at least it's not the shotgun that the Yankees are staring at. Which is the Rays, the Red Sox, and the Blue Jays. That's all a triple with, barrel shotgun. All with all with Uzis, and the Yankees have a nine millimeter with one clip. Not even, not even a full clip. They got half a clip left. Yeah, they're just <laughs> they're trying to fend them off with, and they've done it. And now they're just like, yeah. Look, they did a good job this year, but uh, they don't have a shortstop. Glaber Torres hasn't hit. Lemayhew has regressed back to Ugh, Colorado. I heard, I heard disgusting, Glaber trade talk yesterday. You know what I don't get though? Heard they have to shut it down real quick. Why do people always think, oh, this player's been shitty. Let's trade him when his value's never been worse. That's like getting into a car accident and then listing your car on Craigslist and being like, someone will buy it. It's a good car. Uh, and more so, just not even taking into account why he's been shitty, right? Granted, you can't blame everything on his 
change of position with <laughs> with a decline in confidence. <laughs> Right, and just uh, an anxiousness to be better at the position while falling at the same time. I'm sorry, I was just envisioning uh, like the whole AL East with guns at themselves, and everyone is pointing Uzis, and the Yankees really just have a clock. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, they're not going to come out of this one. No, <laughs> no, no, they won't. They won't. It's okay, though. No, I agree, though. Torres has been... Uh, Dismal. Yeah, this but year. he's a bit confusing because he's hit the ball harder, softer, sorry, and it's been not elevated so i'm kind of wondering if maybe he's nursing an injury or something's just off because he just doesn't i don't know he doesn't look right to me and no, also yeah. he, he, honestly yeah he didn't look right at the beginning of the season it was just very like he looked very timid i don't know it's either the approach or something's off with his swing he doesn't look right and this has happened this happened to sanchez too he was off for like a year or two too so i don't know what's going on over there with the hitting department but they got to get on it. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't think we should trade Torres. Put him back at short uh, you can't. second base you, next you year. You can't trade him regardless. You can't trade him. He's at the, Even if we were going to. No, no. But I'm, I'm just saying because this blows mine. Everyone's like, oh, this player's been really shitty. Let's trade him. And it's like he's at the lowest of his value. It's like people saying, oh, the Mets should trade Dom Smith. Who's going to take a first baseman slash outfielder that is not hitting and can't play a premium position? He's literally going to be without a job. You're going to get shit back for him after having a bad hunt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, your best bet is to see if he can recoup some of that value. You don't just sell him off, especially since you have so many years of team control. Like, Labor had back-to-back 40-year seasons, 40 home run year seasons. You don't trade that guy. No. He's not even 25 years old yet. I was going to say, they're acting like he's done this every year. Like, bro, it's the first time he's ever done this. And you have to take into account. No, like last said, year he was pretty bad, too. Well, last, last year was, was cold. 20 game. Yeah, I'm not, I don't really count last year. But, yes, yeah, agreed, games. agreed. He was bad last year. Let's let's put that in the mix, too. He's like, terrible last year. He's terrible last year, terrible right? Last year. He's terrible this year, right? And you're not taking into account the intangibles that he had to face of saying, we don't have a shortstop this year. You're going to have to move over. We don't have anybody coming up in the pipeline to even put there that's not, even not remotely soon, ready actually, for. Yeah, I was going to say. You have to. Feel me? You, that's what I'm saying. Not even remotely ready for that position. So you know what, Glaber? You're going to have to tough it out. <laughs> You're going to have to bear the You're a course. major league infielder. Play on the New York motherfucking Yankees, right? It's not like you don't know the position. You just can't play the position. You don't have the range for it, the arm. You don't have the quickness for it. It's just not there for you. You know what's the saddest part about it, though? Coming up, he was oh, he's playing shortstop, but they were always like he's a second base, third baseman. His metrics at second, his defensive metrics, have not been good either. So what I've been seeing a lot of is they really need to get him out the middle infield, and they need to get him to third base immediately and hope that he can salvage some value. Because if not, then his bat is his only carrying tool. And his bat's been dismal the past two years. Correct. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I, look, it's you I, put him at third. I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I think that he needs to rework his approach as well as commit to what he did in two years where he hit 40 yaks. Well, I'm sorry, he hit 40 yaks, 38 yaks once, but he hit 24's rookie year and then 38 the next. I think he needs to get back to that. He's been walking more the last two years than he has ever, and I think that's added to his passivity because even though last year he didn't hit well, right? He still had a WRC plus of 106 because he walked a lot. 
Okay. He walked 14% of the time. What's his chase rate? I, I don't have that for you right now. I can pull it up for you, though. But I don't think it's it's really egregious either because he's just he's not swinging much. Because I feel like his chase rate has definitely gone up. I last time I checked it wasn't. So let's see. Let's take a look at Mr. Glaber. We'll start from the top. His exit velocity his first two years were eighty eight point eight and eighty nine point one. This year's eighty seven point three. So it's down. His launch angle is lower. He went from 17.7 when he had 38 bombs to 14.2. So he's definitely leveled off his swing a little bit. For what reason? I'm not sure. His barrel percentage is it's better than it was last year. And he's walking a little bit less. But I don't know. It's not, it's not as easy as looking at those things. You know, I think the biggest glaring thing that I see from Glaber is he's not hitting fastballs. And fastballs are the most commonly thrown pitch. In 2019, when he had 38 bombs... Can you stop playing with the memory foam over there? Thank you. Now I'll take it. This feels good. So from when he hit 38 bombs and had a 278 batting average and an OPS over 800, he hit fastballs to the tune of 292 batting average and 600 slugging. Great. So he hit fastballs. Great. Correct. He hit fastballs. But he also had everything because he had four. He had a 451 slugging and a 500 slugging against breaking and all speed pitches. So that's good. That's very good. Right? Let's go to this year. 313 slugging percentage against fastballs. 405 against breaking. 383 against off speed. So he's not hitting anything. He's hitting. He's hitting fucking off speed better than fastballs. Correct. That's weird. Slugging wise, exactly. So is he looking for the breaking pitches? That's weird. Does he realize he can't catch up to the fastballs? He's making the adjustment. Then you have to look at this, right? His exit velocity on fastballs, though, in 2019 was 91.5 miles per hour. His exit velocity against fastballs this year, 91.3. Not a big difference. Then you got to look at this. His launch angle on fastballs this year is 19. Guess what his launch angle was against fastballs in 2019? 14. 19. 19. Exactly the fucking same. And his whiff percentage was higher in 2019. So he's not just missing fastballs. It, I'm, this is, I his don't whiff know. percentage was higher in 2019 than it is than it was it is this year? His what? His whiff percentage? His chase it rate? It was higher in 2019. His whiff rate. I didn't say chase oh, rate. His whiff, which means rate. him swinging yeah, and missing, missing fastballs. Yeah. He missed more fastballs in 2019. So it's not as easy as saying he's just doing this and that. It's it's quite complicated, it's honestly. Very complicated. That's very extensive. I, there's a I, lot of shit that's like contradicting. Yeah, it's because there's no obvious answer here. What I do like though is this: his pull percentage in 2019 was 41 percent. This year it's 35.5. So he's definitely making a conscious effort to use more of the field and level off his swing a little bit. And it's you know been, what? It's been destroying him as a I was you know what it might just be it might just be one of those like lump years where it's like I gotta take shit for a whole year to like get my swing right and maybe he's trying some shit and maybe it doesn't work so he reverts back to that higher pull rate next year but like maybe like I said it's just one of those lump years coupled with moving positions coupled with injuries coupled it's just one of those years one of those 2020, uh, 2021 might be one of those years for Glaber. Look, I hope it is because I think he's a really good baseball player. Yes. But I just think it, it seems easy, but it's not. Because look at it. His ground ball percentage is, is the highest it's ever been in his career. His fly ball percentage is the lowest. But his line drive percentage is the highest. You know what I'm saying? But I think that 
although he's like leveled off his swing and start doing that all fields approach, he needs to realize he doesn't have the power to say, yeah, I'm going to just shoot this ball to right center gap. Every ballpark in the AL East is conducive to pulling the ball as a right-handed batter. In Fenway, you have the monster. In Yankee, you have the bandbox that is Yankee Stadium, where it's like 320 to left, right? How many wall scrapers have I have we seen Glaber hit to left field in Yankee Stadium? I feel like I've seen at least 10. You know what I'm saying? They're high in the air, and then the outfielder just runs out of room. You know, how many times have we seen him just yank a ball in Baltimore in that small-ass ballpark? That shit's tiny, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember like, that year when he had, like, eight or ten bombs against the Orioles and he kept hitting them in the same exact the Oreo spot? killer. Yeah, so I think it's, it's one, his approach. Let me find his chase rate. His chase percentage is actually the lowest of his career this year. Twenty two. This is getting weirder and weirder. 22.5% of the time he's chasing. And he's actually making the highest percentage of contact on chases that he's ever made. So... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I told you it was complicated. That's why it's like when people are like, oh, this is that. Like it's it's a it's a it's a mixed bag of shit. He's making a he's swinging a lot in the zone, the second highest of his career, and he's making pretty good contact in the zone. So it's it's not that easy. It's not that easy. I would have to dig into this and really break this down. The I kind of want to go with him on a journey this off season. I want to I want to just like he's twenty four years old. He's not done. He's younger than me. He's younger than us. He's younger than us trying to figure it out at a major league level. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, this isn't the end. You know, he has, his chase rate is in the 83rd percentile. Nah. He's walking above league average. Bro, you don't he's put striking up out less than league average. Like, he's definitely had some bad luck, but. But he's, not, he's also not like. He's not just like coming in and this is like his like third or fourth year doing this. Like, it in is. a row with like. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, he's put up numbers before. Correct. He's played good baseball before. Correct. So it's very unrealistic to think that he can't get back to that or somewhat back to that and be like a just our everyday second baseman. Granted, he might be on the chopping block in a couple think, years. I don't think he's a second baseman. I think he's a third baseman. Regardless, he's one. He's he can play the infield, right? If he plays second base and he happens to get better, great. Put him back to second base. He's not playing shortstop again. I'll tell you that, right? No. You put him at third and he excels, great. Right, but he's gonna he's gonna play. He's not the type he's not the type of guy that's just gonna be like call it. He's not gonna call it quits. Right, Correct. he's frustrated as much as Yankee fans are frustrated. Correct. Right, and he's twenty fucking four. But that's what I'm saying, guys. Like, oh, let's just get rid of him. Like, yeah, you're gonna trade a twenty four year old guy coming off his first year being a below average hitter. Like, I'm sure that's not gonna work out for you in the long term. Just let him figure it out. So let him figure it out. I'm not I'm not worried about Glaber. I'm not worried about Glaber at all. I'm worried about him. I'm not. These developments are worrying because it's showing a lot of yo-yoing with the approach. Listen, part of right. that, part of that is the hitting coach, but part of that is also him as a player, because the player he was in 21 and 22 was it was it was a 124 WRC plus, which is good though from a middle infielder. So that just might have to be who he is. Maybe he can play second base. I think you keep him there until he shows you he can't. But look, he's been better lately. Let's see if we can get out of it. But the main thing to take away from this conversation is that neither the Mets or the Yankees are making the playoffs, and they both have some rejiggering to do with their lineups. However, I will say this. The Yankees and Mets teams were projected in the top five of baseball in terms of wins above replacement and overall team talent. So, to all my Mets and Yankee fans listening to this right now, panicking or saying it's deeper than that, just chill the fuck out because sometimes things go very fucking wrong. 
and that's baseball. That's why you have good fucking depth. And the fact that both teams are in the playoff race at this point in the season says a lot about the depth that these two teams have accumulated. Subway Series, World Series, 2024? At some point, I guess, right? You want to talk about our girl? Hey. AOC, baby. Where you at? Pull up, movie night tonight. Movie night tonight, AOC. We'd love to see you. Love (laughs) to have you. Don't wear no tax to rich shit. But bring us some free merch. I wouldn't wear that shit. <laughs> yeah, she took the Met Gala to wear a tax the rich dress. I get it. You're AOC. This is what you've been doing. I get it. I think it's more than that, but go ahead. But go ahead. At the same time, right? Personally, why are we bringing politics into everything? I get that these platforms are to be used to, I guess, not she's to, a I politician. Guess, to sh- she's a politician. Yes, yes, yes. She's, she's a politician. To showcase your message. She's a politician. Don't go to the Met Gala. Don't go. She was invited. Don't, don't invite her. I, that's all right. That I can agree with. You know what's, Why you know, are you wearing a tax to rich? Side note about the Met Gala. Everyone that attended the Met Gala, was they required that everyone was vaccinated. Oh, interesting. So for everyone that's seen the Met Gala and be like, all these celebrities were out there and they weren't wearing masks. They were they were all vaccinated. So, side note, um, yeah, I just well allegedly vaccinated. I, I didn't fucking vaccinate them myself. Okay, um, that you know, of. all we can do. I'm vaccinating people in my spare time. Can you imagine? Um, yeah, I personally, it's just a lot. It's just a lot. I'm at the Met Gala. I'm trying to see some wavy outfits. I'm trying to see somebody come in looking wavy, looking fucking sexy. Like J-Lo went crazy. Chloe Bailey went crazy. Right? Rihanna was a little iffy. but Chloe she's and but, Holly. But Rihanna is Rihanna, so I'm cool. Like, you know, like Billie Eilish looked crazy. Like, Billie Eilish was like... I don't know. Did you see her dress? No, show it to me. Oh, my God. Show it to me. I didn't see Whole new, You know how Billie Eilish has got that, like, emo goth thing? I think it's Eilish. Billie. Belay. Do you know that like e- emo yes, golf yes, type yes. thing? She completely switched it and just went crazy. And I'm like, this she's definitely is- gonna do that to take her career to the next height. Yeah, she's you know her, whoever's her manager is very good because now you have her as like this mysterious golf girl, and then they're gonna have her blossom into a full pop star in like her mid twenties. She went real Marilyn Monroe with it, and it was uh, exceptional. Wow, Billy went like. Marilyn Monroe. Seventies, eighties ballroom, huh? Yep. I guess yeah, Marilyn Monroe was definitely the uh inspo here. Damn. I'll tell you what though, she pale as shit. <laughs> yeah, right? It's almost like matching the dress. <laughs> God damn. Her dress is beige and so is her face. But you know what? You know how like pale people always look like they have that kind of like pasty pale yeah. type thing? She don't look like that. She looks like she has like a rich pale. If that makes pale. yeah, if that makes any fucking sense. Not much. I don't know what it is. Their paleness just looks very rich. Oh, I like her better than this red dress she wore later. Nah, that red dress is heat. With the thigh slit, heat. Wow. This was good. This was good. Oh wow, she's changed up her whole Instagram aesthetic already. She's definitely like five three. Yeah. My bad. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Just threw Sadiq's phone at him, he missed it because he can't catch. I missed it. So how do we, so, all right, so AOC wore that tax to rich dress, right? Everybody's like, oh, I love it, I hate it, whatever. Everyone has their opinions, right? But now, apparently, well, she's not apparently. Apparently, she's had merch up that says tax the rich 
on crew necks and hats and sweaters and t-shirts and shit and that's like her brand so i have a question right mm-hmm. so i'm seeing a lot of people on social media sites saying that she's very hypocritical and she's very and she's contradicting herself by having that merch because they're saying that she's she's going against capitalism but she's a capitalist mm-hmm. so my question to you is one does that make sense and two can are you not allowed to make money if you don't support capitalism are you not allowed to make money if you don't support oh i mean like like saying like there's kind of no other way to make money or it's harder well that's how i'm interpreting it yeah. because they're just like oh she's trying to make money but she says tax the rich it's like she's selling like a 40 dollar crew neck i don't see how those two things overlap really you know she didn't say tax people with money she said tax the rich I think yeah. it's oh much actually different. i did see a uh a tweet the other day that said uh it started off with the original tweet saying some people have to realize that you making $175,000 a year is not the same as Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos is the rich that we're talking about, right? And then there was a yeah. there was a retweet against that tweet that said you also have to realize that even still making 3 to 400k a year is still not the rich. Like that's not the rich that we're talking about. Correct. So correct. Like you guys have to realize that we're not talking about AOC making whatever she makes as a politician because she's not making Jeff Bezos money. No. So guaranteed. So it's like because she's doing that, you guys are saying tax the rich as she's one of the rich, but she's just making more than you. Still not rich, but just making more than you because she's a politician. So I, at the same time, yeah, like you're blaming her and you're saying she's hypocritical because she's making more than you, not because she's rich. Is she, though? I feel like a lot of people make more than her. There you go. There you go. You. I mean, what's right that? There. I mean, what's what is she? A congresswoman, councilwoman? Uh, what's her position? She's let's, a politician. Let's look up. Oh yeah, no shit, dude. <laughs> let's look up her fucking how much, how much she makes a year because I'm sure it's like 80k or something like that. But I will say that the greatest scam in American history is rich people making poor people think their taxes will go up because their taxes go up. Nothing better than seeing someone making 65k on the timeline talking about oh, all these politicians want to do is raise taxes. Like, yeah, for rich people, you're not rich. Not in, not in the slightest. This shit does not bug me. It's like, oh, they're going to raise taxes. Joe Biden's tax plan. Ah, he's raising taxes. Like, yeah, if you make over 400K, like, I know you don't make over 400K. I know you. Yeah, I know your family. No one in your family makes over 400K. This, is, this doesn't affect you in the slightest. But the rich people make it seem as if, oh, you're next. Yeah, a lot of people don't have that, uh, don't have that grasp on what actually is happening. Okay, so... Let's see. Ooh. She is a member of Congress and a U.S. representative. She makes 174000 annually. Oh, so that was her salary. Much they were talking about. Though. Okay, makes sense. Apparently, uh, she was earning less than thirty k before she was elected. Wow, that's crazy. And she still owes her student loans. Oh. She don't get that shit wiped because she's like part of government. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, they don't take it away. Okay, so she makes 174k as a con- as a congresswoman, a U.S. representative. U.S. representative. I'm sorry, I don't know. Why I blinked on that. <laughs> and she's selling merch. I don't know. I I, don't, I just don't feel like it's a big deal. Uh, it's not. I feel it's like not. I, 
not had a problem with it. I was just annoyed that she just wore a tax the rich dress. I, yeah, I like thought that was bro. You you get invited agree. to the Met Gala. This yes. is the first time you ever been invited. Yes. Let's not worry about that right now. We at the Met Gala. We at the Met Gala. You sound like you're her husband telling her to chill I'm, the fuck out. Yeah, I'm trying to. I get it. That's your platform. You are a. You're at the forefront mm-hmm. of young uh, Hispanic Latina like activism when it comes to everything that's going on in politics now. Women's rights, taxing the rich, uh, everything involving Trump. Like we get it. We get it. That's AOC, right? But you're at the Met Gala, right? Your outfit is your outfit. Use the platform to say something, right? And if you were going to use that, if you're going to use your outfit to say something, at least make it better than what the f- whatever the fuck that was. Bro, I, we could have made that dress. I could have uh, bought that dress, bought Tax the Rich in fucking like iron-on fucking letters and put it in a nice format on the dress. I mean, did you see what Virgil had? Virgil had a suit on with modernism uh, airbrushed on it. Okay, well, it's fucking Virgil, so it's going to sell anyway. This is AOC we're talking about, not Virgil. I mean, none Adler. of this stuff from the Met Gala goes on sale. It's just no, no, one no. of ones. But what I'm saying, you know what I really want, though? Side note, I want some Dapper Dan shit. Yeah, thanks. Need that. Thanks. He's getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah, I saw that. First, first ever non-fashion uh, like designer. No, first ever fashion designer to never have their own never had, that's what it was. show. Yes. Because he never had an actual show. He just designed stuff. That's what so it was. That's yeah. huge. Shout out Dapper Dan. I agree about AOC. I thought that dress was annoying and a little bit too much. Not the place for it. However, I don't understand all the discourse about it. Well, I understand it. I just think it's just it's a stupid. Bunch of, it's stupid. It's just a people a bunch of people that don't like her finding another reason to bitch about her. Right. Like, oh, she makes 174K. Well, she's also a congresswoman for the United States. Mm-hmm. You know, just like an investment banker that is good at his job makes over 200K. Well, that's his job. You know what I'm saying? Then the whole merch thing, I don't see why the whole, like, does, has AOC come out and say capitalism is terrible or some shit like that? Has that happened? Can you Google that? Not that I've Because I, I just don't remember her saying any of that. And I just don't understand where... The tax the rich means you hate capitalism. I don't understand how those two things come together. Um. So somebody said she was using capitalism to push socialism. Crazy statement. Hey, who says this? Wow, AOC has a slogan. Drink water and don't be racist. Where do you think she got that from? Empty the tank. Empty the motherfucking tank, AOC. I want those motherfucking credits next time you fucking say that. Every single piece of material you put out better have a disclaimer at the bottom that it came from empty the motherfucking Come tank. through, AOC. We'll have you to talk about drinking water not being racist. I'm personally a Fiji water guy. I feel like you would be a Fiji water woman. Maybe. I can see you drinking Essentia too. Ooh, or Just Water. Just Water by Jaden Smith. Very good. So, this guy named Sean Spicer is the one who put out that statement of AOC is trying to use capitalism to put push socialism. AOC responded with, not sure if you know this, Sean. Well, I'm sorry. Quote, not sure if you know this, Sean, but transactions aren't capitalism. Capitalism is a system that prioritizes profit at any and all human slash environmental cost. But for what it's worth, our shop is unionized doesn't operate for profit, and funds projects like free tutoring, food programs, and local organizing. Ooh, that's a big clapback right there. Yeah. she do, I, I do fuck with her for that, because she always got something for the for the people with the smart mouths. Mm-hmm. 
So, that, all right. So there we go. I mean, that's it. Capitalism isn't just making money. It's making money at the expense of everything else. However, right. at the same time, capitalism is what's pushed this country so far ahead of everyone. So at the same point, like, we need capitalism. And right. capitalism's not going away. And I don't know why everyone thinks everything's communism. Like, stop being scared <laughs> because people just use words you don't understand. Yeah, it's also like... AOC, like we just talked about, dress might have been annoying, but this is AOC. She was very true to AOC during this Met Gala. Correct. Right? So, one, you can't, you're not going to knock her for that because she hasn't changed. People are just ignored by it. Correct. AKA myself. Right? Me as well. I'm, I'm, I was, okay. I was, I, when I saw it, I was just like, I did, I saw it, I was like, like, take a fucking day off. It was doing the take most, is what it was. Take so, a fucking day off. And, and everyone there was in the tax bracket you're trying to tax. Yeah. You know? Yeah, which I, yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, yeah, you're going to have a lot of fun at this event, huh? That's funny. So, yeah, so on top of that, she was being very true to herself. And two, it caught. Might have not caught with me. Might have not caught with Evan. Might have not caught with anybody who's listening to this podcast right now. But it caught. About it. Exactly. So it caught. And she said, oh, shit, it caught. Let me put out merch. Guaranteed. She probably had that merch sitting on the back burner ready to be like, yo, this is going to make a statement. We're about to put this shit out right now. So at the end of the day, right, she took advantage of what people, I guess, wanted to see. Because I'm sure there were people in the in the fucking world saying, oh, AOC's at this Met Gala. She better say something. Like, she better do something, as always. Right? Whereas there's people like us being like, just enjoy the day, AOC. You're at the Met Gala. Right? We know what you're about. Just do it. Right? Obviously, there are people who just want to see her push the agenda at all times. And you know what? She did. So thank mm-hmm. her. Right? Mm-hmm. But she took advantage, just like any other American, any other American who's still on the way up, because she's definitely still on the way up. Right? She came from nothing, was getting paid less than 30K before she got elected. She gets elected, and she turns all these stupid-ass fucking politicians around when they say all this dumb shit. And they just get more mad because she, they came at her. she came at them with whatever the fuck needed to go at them. Right, and they get mad because they got no rebuttal. Or she's a woman, I think telling them I off. Think that's I think that's what more because I just think it's inherently the same thing. I think it's just men. A lot of men are scared of women being powerful or being in a in a place where they can't tell them what to do. Because I think a lot of men think they're superior to women just because they're men and they're women. Now. I do believe that we all have certain gender roles and things that are just ingrained in us, not because the other can't do something, but because that's just how things have been since the brink of time, you know? Uh, Men slept with women, create a child, and the woman then fosters and takes care of that child. That's how things go, you know what I'm saying? Am I saying that men don't have to take care of their children? No. But I am saying that at most times... If a man has a child, his wife gets maternity leave, and he has to go to work. Yeah, men That's get men get less go. paternity leave than women do. Correct. There is only some companies offer paternity leave. That too. You know what I'm saying? So that's just how shit goes. You know what I'm saying? Like my dad talked about being at the hospital, seeing me born, and then like a day or two later, he's back at work. Ain't you know what I'm saying? That's just how it goes, and that's mm-hmm. that's just. Life, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying women aren't strong enough to do what men can do. I definitely think they are in terms of, like, mental stuff. And but they definitely deserve a break after that physical abuse well, well, that's for nine months. Agreed. But I'm also saying that there are other things that are different. For instance, 
women physically or physiology physiology physiologically there we go that's physiologically no nah, that's too much different word yeah, i think that's, that's the actual word though. i don't think so physiologically i'm just gonna use physically physically let's use physically word we both know let's okay. use physically physically women can't get as strong as men their bodies aren't designed the same way as men's are men's bodies are designed for violence and carrying and hunting right that's how we were created by our creator by god so to, to assume or to say that oh we're equal and always is kind of silly you know what i'm saying if we put the WNBA and the nba together how many WNBA players would be on the roster, Sadiq? Two? Yeah, if that. And it's not because women can't play basketball. It's just because if you put the worst basketball player in the NBA and the WNBA, he's a superstar because he's faster, stronger, can jump higher, than, and taller than everyone in the league. And Sadiq has shown me that it's physiologically, which I said. You didn't. You just said it wasn't said, physiologically. No, no, no. You said something else. Okay. Yeah. So we have the we have the proof here. But okay, I we're think back a later. lot of men are scared of women being in charge of them. I think a lot of men would be uncomfortable with a female boss. Yes. So, to that aspect, I think it's very easy to turn people against women on TV and especially in politics. Oh yeah, especially when they do shit that like even the ones who support her yeah. are like not a fan of or like get annoyed with. Correct. Like then it's just like oh now we adding fuel to the fire here. Blast her. Like Hillary Clinton. They were literally saying on TV, her husband cheated on her. How do we know she could run a country? Or this, that, and third. And it was like, this is insane, guys. Like, you realize this is insane. Yeah. Or just saying certain things about AOC. Like, oh, she's a bartender. What she know about politics? It's like, what do you know about politics? Yo, I'm it's not like, going to hold you, bro. She did that little segment with uh, DeSouza Samaro with that bartending scene. Or was that yeah. with them? Yeah, yeah. With the bartending scene. I was like, yo, she's hot as fuck. Yeah, she's hot. Yo, I was she like, yo, really AOC hot. a bad bitch, bro. Like, how do you... Why do people I think act that, like, like being a bartender is so bad? Doesn't though? that... Like, as if she didn't go to school and she just was, like, tending bar and yeah. someone was like, hey, you want to run for Congress? And everyone was like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was going to the back room every hour. Like, what yeah, the fuck what is wrong fuck? with you? Yeah, that's crazy. I'm like, doesn't it mean more the fact that she, like, was a bartender to get what she had to ever get, like, done to get to this point she's at now? Like, doesn't that mean something to you that she fucking... Was doing something bro. just to get over. Plus, she was good at Isn't it. Isn't that the American dream, bro? She yo. So listen that shit to this. Is crazy. Listen to this. She attended Boston University and double majored in international relations and economics, graduating cum laude. Wow, good for her. So what do you? What does cum laude mean, Sadiq? Uh, it's good. I know it's less than summa cum laude. Cum laude means to receive your degree with distinction. There you go. She was distinguished. So that means that. Summa cum laude is the top in cum laude. So basically, she graduated second in her class. So I'm just... Well, no. No. I don't think that's valedictorian, salutatorian. I don't think that's no, the same it, thing. It's, it's the I think it's thing. groups. It's Summa cum laude is a group of people who are at the top of their class. Here then go, there's valedictorian, no, no. salutatorian in that cum group. Cum laude means you are graduating as an honor student. Exactly. To so, graduate cum laude, you usually have to be in at least the top 30% academically. Exactly. So those are... So that's it's groups. So she's very intelligent. Yes. That's bottom line. Okay. Yes. So I just don't understand the whole she was a bartender, where it's just like, that's fine. That's fine. We've literally had presidents in the past be sharecroppers, not sharecroppers, be slave owners and just guys with no education. And they just became politicians and then presidents because they kept going. You know what I'm saying? 
So I think that, yeah, I think a lot of men are out there just showing their fear of women. And it's actually kind of alarming because, if anything, you should be happy that women are smarter and more powerful now because that's who you're going to be mating with and you would like your child to be understanding that both their parents are capable. Like, Like, what's the fear here? (laughs) You know, like, what's the, you know what I'm saying? Like, what what's going on here? What's yeah, why are you why are you this scared? Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, you're definitely yeah. threatened. That has because to be that. you're dumb. It's little dick energy. Yeah. Is what it is. Oh, it's little dick energy is what it is. Because yeah, it is. oh, you little dick niggas, stay on the other side. Yeah, because I don't even I can't even fathom being like okay, she's smart. So what? You know, it definitely is like a uh, uh, what we spoke about. Or I, I'm sorry, I didn't speak about this with you, but. Spoke about this the other day, the whole like alpha male, beta male thing. Oh my right? god, I hate that discussion. That's the so, worst. Everybody's like, ah, alpha this, alpha this. Shut up. Just so shut up. We talked about the person I was talking about it with. We talked about alpha males being alpha males, right? But a subcategory of alpha males, quote unquote, called needy alpha males that were like essentially beta males. That were literally you can't just be needy and be an alpha. That's, kind that's of what I'm saying. No? That's that's what I'm saying. They just called them needy alpha though, because it was like I don't see how those two things could exist in the same vacuum. The alpha males that they're calling them needy alpha because that's what they categorize. Well, they're calling themselves alpha, but they're also needy. I right? would just like to so say so just to just to have that organized. I they're would calling just like them to needy say alpha. That if you have to call yourself an alpha male, you're not an alpha. Correct, male. correct, correct. Right? An alpha male doesn't even know what an alpha male is. He just goes out and just does what he He's needs just to do. is an alpha. There's male. no discussion here. Yes, yes. What I'm saying though is that these needy alpha males steadily need right the the confirmation that my woman is smart, but she is not smarter than me. The people around me are smart, but I am the best. Right. That is the needy part. It's the it's. What we also doubled back into way back when is the ego part of it. Correct. Is having your ego stroked, right? But also, like, never having it tested, right? Never having a situation where your wife might know more than you about whatever topic this is in this situation and you being okay with that. Yeah, who cares? Like, I just don't understand. I why. welcome that. I don't know everything. If you know something that I don't know, please you just enlighten help, you me. Just, you just taught me something. Exactly. Enlighten me, thank please. You. Yeah. Like, I don't. That's that's what I'm saying. It's the whole like, like all these politicians are like, yeah, I know what's best. Like, quote unquote, alpha, and it's like, no, you're a bitch, and you just hate <laughs> to hear anything like against what you think is you right. You are a bitch. And but granted, like being a politician is literally holding your position on whatever you believe in but at the same time no 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 no, no. that's american politics that's american politics okay because good point. that's remember when we talked about the the people in 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 the uh in the congress and senate that would admit they were vaccinated and yeah. those that wouldn't answer yeah all the democratic people were like i'm vaccinated right and for the republicans they either said they weren't or they said they wouldn't comment on it you get what I'm saying? So it's it's more just American politics because they like there's definitely some people that are vaccinated that are Republicans that are like, oh, I, I don't feel like you guys should ask me that or I feel like you don't need to know just because they think they'll lose some votes because of that and yeah. because that's what they've been instructed by their campaign advisor. It's not because it's about the good of the country. They no. don't give a fuck about that at all. That's why all the Delta variant shit is going on in the South and just going crazy because everyone down there wants to be an Red individual States. and be smarter and pretend they're smarter than the average. And it's just like, you don't have to be smarter than the average. I forgot. 
It was 42 Doug. Someone interviewed him, I think at the Met Gala, and they were like, Are you smart? Gala, are you smart? No. No. <laughs> yeah. That's the smartest guy. Yeah. That's the smartest guy that's been interviewed that day yeah. because he knows his limitations. He's going to hire somebody smarter than him. Every time somebody, uh, some CEO or someone that makes a lot of fucking money and has a successful company gets interviewed, they're like, oh, I just hired a bunch of people smarter than me. I just hired every single person that was smarter than me. As soon as I saw him, you're hired. As soon as I, I was like, yo, you're smarter than me? You're hired. Eventually, I'm not going to say you're going to get as smart as those people, but eventually you're going to learn something. Yo, at some point, we're going to hire yeah. someone higher, smarter than us to take care of all the production for this fucking podcast. Not a problem. Right. And then Not at the problem. end of the day, like, we're going to be looking at him or her take care of production every day. I'm going to be like, oh, so this does that. This is why. Correct. Like, I'm going to put two and two together eventually and just know, like, a basic understanding of, like, what he's doing. The nitty gritty, I leave to him. But, like, I'm going to learn just because I'm around the environment at all Correct. times. Correct. So it, you're, Correct. You're, it's, it's a win-win. But, I mean, hey, but that's it, though. That, I mean, that's what leaders do. Leaders just say, okay, I can't do this, or you can do it better. Let's just fucking do this. You know what I'm saying? It's not that complicated. Yeah, leaders are in tune with their weakness. They don't try to make it as if they don't have any weakness. It's, it's, just, it's just that simple. It's very easy. It's just like, okay, I'm not good at this. It's very easy for people who aren't obsessed with just being, I guess what society has said that we should be. I feel like a lot of people who are in tune, like I said, with the weakness and are in tune with the ego and stuff like that, they tend to break status quo when it comes to certain things in our society. Yeah, it's just... Fuck. Most of these these fucking... Like, people who just don't fucking want to understand and want to talk about AOC and says she's doing this and being that are just like this is the way shit should go so you shouldn't break this mold like why are you doing all this why are you wearing a tax to rich why were you a bartender going to school why are you hispanic in the house uh in the that, that's the thing. she's hispanic and a woman she's a double minority yeah so you know so, they're furious exactly it's crazy it's just it's crazy because it's just people don't even know why they hate or dislike people and it's like you hate this woman because she's you know she's 31 yeah you hate this woman because she's young she's a woman She's Latina and she's attractive, and all those things threaten you. Yeah, because usually what do we have in there? Old ass, ugly ass people, right? <laughs> facts. Old ass people, like ugly, who have not aged well at all. And so funny. You know what's the worst though? You know who's fire too? Who? No disrespect. Kamala. You think? Yeah, bro. Kamala's aged beautifully. Kamala's got to be like what sixty? I don't know. Late fifties, sixty, bro. Kamala's beautiful. I don't think she's that hot. I didn't say she was hot. I said she was beautiful. Oh, my dad did say she had a fat ass, though. Did she? Kamala yeah. Harris with the wagon. I was like, you need to chill, my man. You're wilding out. Kamala Harris is 56. Wow, okay. She does look good for 56. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm not saying she was, you know, America's next top, but Kamala is a very beautifully aged woman. Correct. All right, before we get off politics, I just have to say that I really hate what people want to talk about or send me stuff about politicians fucking flubbing their words or contradicting themselves in this and the third because it's like bro they're on tv all the time in public speaking of course they're gonna fuck up you fuck up in every sentence you say just stop you fuck up in every focus sentence. on getting a motherfucking bag you are just complaining about someone that's on tv and you don't understand anything they're saying or what they're doing you're just 
oh, they stuttered, or oh, they said this, and then they said this, or that, and it's like, oh my god, like, get a life, bro, do something, all you want to talk about is how inept the politicians are, but you're not going to run for office, you're not going to do anything in your community, you're just going to bitch and moan, and just fucking complain, like, just, uh hate it, hate it, not a fan, nope, not a fan, you're acting like a hoe, <laughs> that's what you're acting like, a hoe, Gonna bitch and moan, you're not gonna change anything, and your life is gonna stay the same, and you're gonna let other people dictate it. It's pathetic. Does that mean we're the do too much annoying ones? I love yeah! it. I, lo- <laughs> <laughs> I was just say, I love it. <laughs> I pride myself on being that dude. Okay. Because I know whoever's next to me is not doing the same. I, I balance it out. If somebody next to me is gonna be real quiet, and I'm gonna be up. You are who you are. That's it. Now. Uh, we can't blame the hoes, but that's something we're going to talk about at a future t- moment. I would just like to close this out with this. Uh, the last podcast was about Sadiq's new life and Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend's balls in Trinidad. So I'd like to follow up with that and come full circle. With this tweet that was tweeted yesterday, 9-16-21, p.m. Nicki Minaj fans in Atlanta are protesting the CDC in Atlanta. They say they trust her medical advice on the vaccine. This was on CBS 46. What's CBS 46? Is that Atlanta's It CBS? is Atlanta's okay. CBS channel. They are now in ma- full masks protesting the CDC in Atlanta and on the news. So with that, this is what I want to leave you guys with. Usually we tell you not to drink water. And don't be racist. Today, I want to tell you, drink water, don't be racist, and don't be a fucking idiot. I feel like isn't that? I feel like that's the undertone of everything. No, say. no, this is what I'm blatantly saying <laughs> it because that might like well, he's got, brought it to the forefront. No more undertone bullshit. These are people that have never met this woman. This woman that is not a college-educated woman. Not that college education is the end-all, be-all, but it is a certain measuring stick that we can use. They are trusting this woman and her medical advice over a fictitious cousin and friend. Because I think the whole story is bullshit, by the way. I don't think any of those people existed. I think this was some shit that was circulating on the island. And you know how fucking West Indian people are. That's my cousin. I was going to say, that's my cousin. to everybody. That's my, I don't even know who my real fucking cousins are sometimes. Because people show, oh, that's your cousin. Okay. Facts. Okay. Facts. So I think she heard some shit circulating on the island from a friend of hers or... Someone that she knows there. Probably now, her family just like talking about the gossip that or that, going on. Or that. Or they're yeah. just at a family reunion talking yeah. shop and she brought it up. Yeah. So with that, I have to say this COVID is dead ass natural selection. If you are taking Nicki Minaj's advice on the vaccine over scientists, I believe whatever happens to you was the will of the universe and of God. Because the greatest thing God gave us was the ability to make our own choices in life. And they chose or are choosing to suffer. Free will. So That's how we differ from the animals. Yes, yes it is. We're still animals though. Just intelligent animals. Except that the animals don't have to pay rent. I envy them. (laughs) Or mortgages. (laughs) Or send their kids to school. Stop it, Evan. Bro, some animals are gangsters. Fuck. They're just like, yeah, you're three now. You're going to figure this life thing out. I'm going to go out and fuck. (laughs) I don't think, yeah. Some animals, yo, though, yeah, animals, animals leave their children. Correct. Did you know snakes leave their children in the wild? You realize that, right? Yeah. Once they hatch and shit, they're just like, all right, ta-ta, I'm gonna go eat shit so and be turtles do the same slimy. thing. Turtles literally go up on the beach, 
lay thousands of eggs. And then when they hatch, they're just like, listen, bro, make it to the water. Whoever makes it to the water is coming with me wherever we go. If you don't, sorry. This is how shit finna go. Yeah. For sure. Uh, d- quick little fun fact. Do you know who gives birth uh, in seahorses? Male. The male seahorse male. gives male birth. Male seahorses give birth. Have you seen them give birth? No. Bro, it's I like they're- I saw a pregnant seahorse at the no. aquarium in Denver. No. I've never seen that. That's crazy. Um, oh, a pregnant seahorse. I thought you said a pregnancy horse. I was like, what the fuck what is a pregnancy horse? Yeah, so a pregnant seahorse. You broke up the words. You didn't break up the words the first time you said it. I thought you said a pregnancy and then horse. Oh, a pregnancy horse? Yeah. A pregnancy horse. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Um, bro, it looks like they're farting out their kids, but from their stomach. It's actually hilarious. But, as always... Drink water. Don't be racist. Uh, don't be a fucking idiot. And uh, stop with this all, with this, with this whole. Uh, Just stop protesting the CDC here. Okay. Just stop. Uh, actually, you know what? Keep doing it because it's funny. And no, I want you to stop. The news. If you didn't know how the news works, I just want uh, you to stop. They need some soft spots in between all the horrible things that happen to uh, make people keep watching and not just. Uh, have us wallow in uh, sadness and fear of I, the world. Evan Brown of Empty the Tank is asking you to please stop. And Evan Brown of Empty the Tank ain't shit. But that's rude. If you've listened to our podcast, if you've listened to this episode, if you've just started to tune in, realize that you need to start trapping today. Okay. Real. Okay. What the? F- <laughs> How you just commandeered that that sentence? You left a lot of. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. I just was like, need to need to grab it. Yeah. Yeah. Need I did. To do it. I did. Um. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, just if you listen to our podcast, if you just started, been whatever the case may be, letting you know right now, we say a lot of things. We bring up a lot of topics. When we speak about these things, the only things we reference are facts. We speculate. We talk about our own shit, how we feel about it. But everything we talk about and everything we give to you guys is factual facts and made very clear when it happens, our nonsense. So be aware of that. Have a good day. Drink water. Don't be racist. And don't be a fucking idiot. Ta-ta. Bada bang, bada boom.